Hi, this is Anishka Fernandopoli. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button under my picture on dharmaseed.org or go to my website, anushkaf.org, A-N-U-S-H-K-A-F.org, and click on donate. Thanks. I appreciate your support. Fun, okay. Good. Fun and funny. Good, good. Vulnerable? Yeah, made you feel vulnerable? Say something about that. Like, in what way? Mm, okay. Ah, so the ju- self-judgment coming up, like I'm not as good as this other person, uh, judgment of oneself, fear of maybe sometimes the other person judging us. And I, I heard this study that I think like little, little kids, like all of them draw and they think that they're, ar- they're all considered as well artists until a certain age, like maybe eight or something like that. And then it's like people get, start to get this like, oh, you're an artist, you're not, you can draw, you can't. And then... Uh, you know, the, the majority stop drawing until they come to a workshop like this and are forced to do it again. And, you know. uh, and it's really too bad in some way, you know, like even if uh, you can't, you quote unquote can't draw, right? The shut down this whole area and people stop thinking of themselves as creative people. And it doesn't have to be drawing, of course, that is your medium of expression, but notice how self-judgment limits us too. Because it could be not just in this area of drawing, it could be even in other areas that you feel actually very passionate about and that you have had good ideas about. So I remember um, when I was uh, in uh, business school in the summer, I came out to San Francisco to do an internship. And in uh, college, I had been an anthropology and religion major, and many of my friends were sorts, those sorts also. I did a lot of creative stuff, sculpture and creative writing and things like that. And then my mind started to become reformed in this way by uh, going to graduate school. And I was driving across country to San Francisco where I did my uh, internship the beginning of my love affair with San Francisco. Uh, I was driving with a, one of my, my college roommates who was actually like a literature major. And she noticed we were driving and someone had a truck ahead of us and things were flying off the truck and I had all kinds of ideas about this. And she was like, is this what business school taught you that you can do everything better than anyone else? Like, is this the, you know? And at the moment it was a kind of a castigation and you know, perhaps I had been continuously doing this for the last 2,500 miles so it annoyed her. But then later I thought like, well, actually, it." It's kind of good. Like it made, has made me think. Like I can have ideas about things in a different way and have confidence about this. And we all can have different ideas about how to do things. Like we all can be creative. And um, but I remember in the moment feeling kind of shut down. I didn't. I didn't actually share any more of my brilliant ideas about <laughs> changing the American landscape as we went along. But uh, you you possibly can remember times like you know when you were a child when someone told you like you can't sing, or you can't draw, or you can't do this, right? And like how that made you feel and how you shut down from that. And we have those moments even in our work, even in the field of work that we might have chosen, or we love, or in relationships where someone says something that is critical to us. uh, And we internalize that, we take that in, and we uh, shut it down. So it's good to be aware of this dynamic. It's good to be aware of this dynamic and to be able to be aware of when these thoughts come up from ourselves or from others, uh, and to see them for what they are, which is not necessarily the truth. You know, this is just a critique. So this is where developing mindfulness of thought is really helpful. So we've been developing mindfulness of the body uh, a lot of the day, and the sitting and the walking, connecting to the body. 
Um, but thought is really the place in which uh, a lot of our suffering uh, create, gets created and also where a lot of our suffering can be uh, alleviated. So for most people who are not aware of thought as thought as a field, uh, we basically get kind of bandied around by our thoughts, you know, bullied by our thoughts, this and that, that come through. And some of you have heard me teach before, have heard me use this, um, one of my favorite metaphors for this, is kind of like your mind is like a train station, you know. And you're there on the platform and different trains of thought pulled through. And the untrained mind just gets on every train of thought, you know. And whether that's going to the place, the land of uh, self-critique and flagellation and hatred, or whether that train is going to the land of uh, creativity and generosity and bliss, uh, we basically get on every train that goes through, like not in a non-discerning way. You know, we just find ourselves then in this place of jealous obsession. We find ourselves in this place uh, sometimes of positive things. We find ourselves in lost in daydreams for a lot of the time. Yeah. So uh, there, it's possible to actually have some choice. And this is where uh, mindfulness, awareness, can be part of our process. Now, these trains pull into the station when? In the present moment. So it's in the present moment when we have, can have some awareness about what is this coming through and is this actually the train that I want to be on or not. But it takes training to be able to discern that. It takes training to be able to see, like, oh, this is this, right? Uh, this is the judgment train. Like, oh, this is that comment from second grade that I couldn't draw, right? That's shutting me down right now. Like, this is this comment, right? Uh, to be able to see that and to let go of it, really. And the thing is, you don't actually have to kill it. You don't have to kill it because it's only a thought, and all thoughts come and go. All thoughts are ephemeral. So once you can actually see it for what it is, then you don't take it to be the absolute truth, uh, the thing that you have to believe in that shapes and creates your reality. So mind is the forerunner of all things, said the Buddha. Right? Mind is the forerunner of all things in our lives. This uh, can be the, the thing that can create suffering, can create freedom. Uh, it's the place of suffering and it's the place of liberation. So training yourself to attend to the mind, to pay attention to the mind, uh, to train the mind also, uh, is a very, very helpful thing. And it's a process too. Uh, but just to uh, plant the seed that this is possible uh, for you. Is very helpful too. Yeah. This uh, circle exercise reminded me of getting through a procrastination. It was <laughs> 45 seconds, and I was drawing a blank a lot of the time, but I just forged through and would like draw a line and see what I came up with. And came up with some cool stuff that I didn't know was there mm. until I went and just did a, did a line. Yeah. And it was really interesting to see that. You know, yeah. So you. If there wasn't a time limit, I would have done it totally differently. Right. Right. So actually, yeah, that, that exercise, part of what that exercise was about was understanding like what some of the different conditions are that related to creativity too. And for some people, that's very facilitative to have a deadline of something. And also just because there's a, a time limit to make yourself just go, just like do it in some way. And then later you can sort of filter through that. So uh, some of you might have done a, a, a course in creativity called The Artist's Way. Um, uh, who's the author of that one? Cameron, yes. Um, so uh, it's a great book, and in, inside there's some exercise, one of which is called The Morning Pages. In The Morning Pages, your job every morning is to write for like three minutes, five minutes, something. Like just write. Three pages, okay. Put your pen in the paper and just go, right? And, and that's it. It doesn't matter what it's about. Doesn't, you know, don't censor yourself. Just do it. Uh, so it's something like that, and then it's like, yeah, if that becomes something great, if not, it's just an outlet for your creativity. So you could consider, you know, what are the conditions that support and facilitate creativity for me? 
you know, sometimes giving yourself deadlines or having these limits uh, work to facilitate it, right? Uh, if purely because you don't have time to self-censor in some way, right? <laughs> Just go to it, right? Uh, now, for other people, they react differently. They might find that they freeze up, you know, it makes them like so tense to have some kind of deadline like that, and uh, it doesn't work for them. So this is also sort of paying attention to the conditions that work for your own mind. Um, so understanding yourself and what works for your own creative process. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to go with the upward spiral here. But I would say it was an act of courage mm. that everybody picked up a pencil. <laughs> and whether they had been drawing or hadn't been drawing, they, they drew. And so to me, that's sort of the first step. Mm. Yeah, the willingness to try it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. It's true. The beginning of that uh, itself. And um, I didn't tell you what was going to happen with them. You know, like, they're going to go in the Spirit Rock newsletter or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So it was actually an act of, uh, an act of courage. And um, it, it probably is helpful also because the other person was also doing it. So then there's some uh, reci reciprocity uh, going on too. Uh, and that even though we haven't known each other for very long, like we've been together in this workshop for a little while. So then um, that field of um, safety and support helps people to take risks a lot too. So that's also a helpful uh, thing to be aware of in the creative process. Right? Yeah, well, like I said, like that you're not getting graded on it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah. 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 And even though we're not getting graded anymore, we're grading ourselves or worried about someone else grading us. Yeah. 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 So. All right. So why don't we take a little break here for uh, let's say like ten minutes, uh, mindful break, uh, and stretch, get a drink if you need to, and we'll come back.